Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always. Here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What It's your girl, Kimmy. So before we get into today's pod, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody for liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, it is well documented here on the Get Comfy Podcast that you and I are parent to the offspring of one of the co-hosts to the get comfy podcast yes. amanda yeah um i would say for her her childhood it, it was it was a tough upbringing it was you know yeah. i had fridays through sundays you had the during the week you know split cousin. and then i left y'all because that's the type of mother i am i walked yeah. into this marriage alone i left alone you know what? Sometimes <laughs> you just got to do what you got to do. Instead of the baby leaving the nest, it's the mother leaving the yeah, nest. Yeah, I was like, bye. You know, what is it? Natural selection at that point. Yeah, I selected to not be a mother. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at some point in our lives, and hopefully the pod is still around whenever we reach this point, because boy, we will have content for Show, days. That'll be some shit. <laughs> that would be. And hopefully our kids will take on the mantle it's like a superhero thing that'd be pretty nice but um we're here today to talk about being parents we are not let's get this out of the way we are not actually parents i cannot tell you the times i've had to explain to people who just listen to this podcast friends of mine who say like you know how we joke like ex-husband ex-wife all that stuff they're like, oh, do you, oh, do you yeah. actually do you actually do a podcast with your ex-wife and kid? <laughs> I'm like, I think like, part of me wants to play into it and like say, yeah, yeah you know, you know, like I, yeah. anything for the content. No, like it, it's a running joke, people. If you're listening yeah. to this and you're finally catching on, but not really a joke. Anyway, we're here today to talk about. I don't even know how it came to be, by the way. I honestly don't know. We, I think we were like mid, like, uh, vibing sesh before, before or after we were going to record. Yeah. Uh, when we used to record these in person, sadly, Rip. we no longer do that. But, um, yeah, I want to say like, oh, you like told me to like do something. And then I, I turned around and I was like, no. And oh. then you were like, do, and I was like, no, I'm like, this is why we got divorced. So yep. then I, so then that's where the running joke started. So then Amanda, um, because I'm like such a mom, Amanda was like, oh no, like my mother is fighting with my father because yeah. I was a mom. And then it just so happened that like. It stuck. It did. Oh, my God. Exactly like screaming. There you go. So we're here today to talk about just the prospect of having children of. I want to say, like, we're going to give our thoughts about, like, how how we're going to raise them. I don't know. Like, where are we going to go with this topic? I'm going to I'm going to be a gentleman and ask you first, because mothers always go first here. Um. Where are we going with this? What do we? What's on the palette today? Um. Okay. As many as many of you know, I um have a fur child who just 
refuses to ever shut up while I'm recording. Um, and like I mentioned before, I'm not actually going to hit him, but like, you know, I'm going to try to get his ass off the couch because that's where he's screaming right now. So I have a fur child, right? Right now, 25 years old, still working on my degree and I have a fur child, right? What, what, what better life than that? Right? (laughs) So I also, on the other hand, am a babysitter, right? That's what I do. I raise other people's kids, Mm -hmm. try to do my best. So I right now, right. I'm working with very interesting little nugs, uh, a four, six and 12 year old. What a what a stretch of ages! Yeah, yeah. like those are prime years right there. All three of them, yeah. Um, the oldest, I have to like check him sometimes with his passive aggressiveness towards his siblings, <laughs> because now the younger two are picking up on it and they're kind of getting a little saucy. And then there's days where I'm like, "Ooh, y'all really testing my thug." So. I have always said this, like, I am going to discipline my children as best as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I believe in corporal punishment. Sometimes I don't. There's a certain time and place and type of attitude that when these little kids, and I'm saying this nicely because you know what? I don't want to call it. No. Sometimes when they're being literally spawns of Satan and just like little fuckers, I literally look at them and I'm like, mm, y'all really testing my thug right now. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a really hard time with the youngest of the kids that I babysit. Monday was like rough. Like he literally was like, like in other words, the way he was acting was like, fuck you, Kimmy. Like he was so anti Kimmy that day. And I was like, damn. The next day I was like, you know what, buddy? I was like, we had a rough day today. We're going to have a better day tomorrow. There you go. The next day was still fucking rough. Not yeah. as bad as Monday, but Tuesday was fucking rough. Case so of the Mondays like, and Tuesdays. Right? So then I was like, you know what? I was like, all right, buddy. I was like, we're going to have a better day tomorrow. It's Wednesday. I see them Monday through Friday. Wednesday was a little better. Still fucking rough. Not as bad as Monday. Monday was the worst. Wednesday was fucking rough. Thursday was a little better. Friday was like... Not that great, but it literally was the best day of the week because I was you like, made it. Yeah, I was like, oh, um, I spoke to my boss and I spoke to her husband and I was like, um, your son and I, your youngest have a very toxic relationship because literally right before I was leaving, he's like, bye, Kimmy, I'll miss you. And I'm like, what the fuck? You literally were screaming at me 15 minutes ago. And you didn't even want to look at me. I was like, oh, my God. And then I told my boss's husband, I was like, sometimes they kind of test my thug. And he was like, like, I I felt that on a very personal level. Now, to pertain to this, you've experienced uh, three children across different ages. Mm -hmm. When you get to that point of having children, if you want to have them. um, I'm on the fence about it still. On the fence. Now, how many? How many? How many Kimmy? Kimmy Juniors are going to be... Oh my god, let's hope none, because I was a dick. (laughs) I was such a dick. As a kid, I was the youngest of two kids. I was a fucking douchebag. Um, Still slightly am a douchebag, if you ask my sister. No, you're fine. (laughs) Well, to other people. I'm legally (laughs) obligated to say that as... I'll stab you. Anyway, um... (laughs) Stab you, if you say otherwise. (laughs) So, um... I do want... A large family. Now, am I 
in a relationship right now? Absolutely not. Am I 25 years old? Yes. Do I have a biological clock ticking? Absolutely. Um, are most men trash? Yes. Mm-hmm. Not all men. Most men, though. Most. Kevin's, Kevin's a lucky one. So I'm recyclable. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that bad? Yeah, that's probably bad. That's <laughs> real bad. It's recycle. Yeah. So um, trying to find a partner that's willing to work with you and help you grow as a person as well as grow as a couple is kind of harder said than done, I guess, in today's like day and age. So being able to find someone who has similar outlooks in life and then also being able to agree to raise children similarly, like mm-hmm. not for nothing, I got snatched a couple times as a child. I was also a very, like I said, I was a very difficult child. And I had young parents. Mm -hmm. I had young parents. I'm first generation here. Things that you do in the old country is frowned upon here. Like I said, I got snatched a lot because my parents didn't have the patience because, right, of my attitude as a child to talk to me. My parents would talk to me and I would just be like, like whatever i'd be like eh, you're talking out of your ass <laughs> and then i would i would constantly like just like i'd push and push and push until i pushed my parents to the breaking point where i got snatched um do i want to snatch said my children when when i have them if i have them i don't want to but if i have to it's gonna happen yeah you have like i feel as if this whole stigma around like I wouldn't. Even I don't want to say punishment. beat because, like, no. honestly, like I'm not beating my children. No. But like, you're gonna get hit. Yeah, you're gonna. Like, you're gonna get hit. Open palm to the back of the head, or you're gonna get spanked. Like these are like I'm not gonna beat my children until they're bruised and bloody. But like, you're gonna like if I've talked to you X amount of times and like you're still not gonna like you're gonna get snatched the same way how my parents did talk to me. It's not gonna be as intense as how i got it or as intense as my parents got it or as intense as my grandparents you get what i'm saying like the generation like it kind of it gets watered down you refined Um, it it's more of like a one foul swoop a little bop like a little beep like you're hitting the buzzer so to speak yeah like you don't want to eat your dinner fine you can go to sleep without eating or you can sit there until you finish it like you want to talk out of your ass you're gonna get soap in your mouth like Mm -hmm. there's all these (laughs) there's all you want to hit your sibling like you're not like that we're yeah. not we're not we're not doing that there's certain things that like where i'm you have to like psychologically this is so bad but like psychologically like fuck up your kids if you don't want to hit them you gotta like you gotta play with their minds at some point because my cousins my aunt used to make them kneel and hold two bibles with their hands fully out oh wow and like as, you, a, as as like a punishment, as a punishment you drop oh, that wow. bible maybe you gonna get hit like they live in canada it's a little less it's a little less aggressive as the canadians canadians yeah so but they're also very religious (laughs) so that makes a lot more sense right like i mean there was a time i had to kneel on frozen peas frozen peas i've never heard that one yeah with my hands above my head as a child yeah wow like the like these are like these are things or I could also do it this way. It's like you want to act a fool. You're going to go do yard work. You're going to go mm-hmm. break your back like a Mexican. Like th- <laughs> these are things that like every problem has a solution, right? Yeah. The last resort I feel like should be putting your hands on your, on your children. 
there's other things to doing it. And then also like the way that since I'm studying psych, you know, I, I can see and I can slightly understand things differently. Like with, you know, the three kids that I babysit, I have to be very, very calm. Um, and how I speak to them. Cause one, obviously I'm not their parent, but two, to get them to understand because that's how their parents are raising them. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm helping raise these kids at the end of the day. I'm a third parent. Yeah. You can't like come into that dynamic and then raise them how you want. Cause then Mm -hmm. it only confuse them. And then whenever they go back and forth, it's like, what do we respond to? What do we respect? The way I am with the kids is how the kid's father is with them. Yeah. I'm like okay. kind of like in the in the middle of the, of how their father is strict wise and how lenient their mother is, right? Which is a good middle ground because yeah. then like you're at least within the comfort zone. I'm saying comfort zone, but like yeah. the zone in which they understand or respond to. Yeah. And if you, and this goes without saying, like if you do not like, however way you choose to reprimand your children, you gotta put your foot down and be firm. Because you do. These little fuckers will walk all take over you. Yep. Like I'm having, yeah. I'm not saying it like it's a problem, but like there are certain cases where I catch it. I'm like, damn, he really played me. Like my dog is two years old and this is a dog. This isn't a human being. And he, he will do it. Like I call him dumb and like, I'll call him every other thing. Cause he's my dog and I can do that. Sometimes the, the bulb isn't screwed in all the way. If you catch my drift, but. He'll, you got a derpy ass dog. Bro. He's very derpy. He's very derpy. <laughs> it's not but, his fault. Though. No, it's not. But okay, like, I have a douchebag of a dog. Two ends of the spectrum here. Yeah, but like, like whenever he like gets in trouble or like he knows he's starting trouble, he'll go to someone else to like get their approval. Like, or if I say, "Hey, you can't have this chicken that's on the table," it's whatever. So he'll he'll look at me, then walk around the table and sit and do this puppy dog face to someone else until he potentially gets what he wants. Oh, Papi used to do that with my mom until I really was like, woman, if you don't stop. So now, right when we got him, he was, he was okay. Now what he'll do is like if we're sitting on the couch and we're eating because we don't want to eat at the big table because my mom got a tall ass dining room table. For what reason? This woman's five foot three. <laughs> Why? Anyway. So we're on the couch, you know, we're like chilling, we're on the TV trays, whatever. He jumps on the couch and he starts like pawing at you. Yep, the paw. Or like he'll jump and he'll like put his hands on the t- And I'm like, you better get your motherfucking ass off my motherfucking table. Mm-hmm. Full on like Southern black grandma, get your ass off yeah. my mother. Bro, like that's- no <laughs> elbows on the table. No. So, right, he does that with my mom. If I'm yelling at him because he did something bad or he chewed something, like, right, like, reprimanding him, my yeah. mom's like, no, don't yell at the baby or the baby. And I'm like, this is why he is the way he is because you don't yep. let me discipline my Thanks. child. Like, let me yell at this Thank motherfucker. You. He knows that he, he answers the son of a bitch. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know. Don't worry. I just, I just realized this last week. I'm chilling on my bed. The, my bedroom door is open. He's playing with his bone right on, like, the doorway. And I was like, hey. And he didn't look at me. I was like, hey, you son of a bitch. And he he perks up and his ears are up. And I'm like, oh, my God. My... <laughs> he knows his nickname is son of a bitch. Like, his name is Akamaru. Mm-hmm. We call him Poppy because, you know, that's the name that we basically ended up changing his official name to. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, we call him Poppy. That's the name we gave him. And he answers to both, but then also 
he answers the son of a bitch. Hey, you, you know? He also knows that when I say you motherfucker, he's in trouble. But yeah. I don't say motherfucker. I call him a motherfucker. It, a, it's like they know a. the tonal change. Like they oh, know yeah. and they know what means business. But like getting back to like what I was saying as far as discipline, the dogs we have now are good gauges as far as like what it'll be like to raise a human child. My mom says that all the time. My mom's like, a dog is one thing. Children are like another. She's like, but this is practice for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And not for nothing, my dog's a little problematic. It's not his fault. He was raised like that before we got him. We really have rehabbed him. But my mom's like, look, people don't want certain people at their houses because of the kids, right? Like, we can't go visit some family members because they don't like my dog. And I'm like, mm-hmm. he's a fucking dog. You don't see me turning around to my cousin and be like, look, I don't like your toddler. Don't yeah. bring her to my crib, right? Because, like, that's frowned upon. Of me being like, yo, fuck you and your kid. You can't say that to people, which I'm like, fuck you and them ugly ass kids. <laughs> like, Some people, honestly. the dog is a kid. And it's like, yeah, totally. I would say my dog's my kid. I'm a kid. single dog mom. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, gonna get I'm a right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, get one of those, like, family stickers for the back of your car. Oh, it's my like, God. That's actually really dangerous. You know? Yeah, we 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 got to do a podcast on true crime. That's next topic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> next yeah, topic, yeah. true crime. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, Kevin. Like, one right now, I'm in a point in my life. I don't know if I want kids because obviously society's shit right now, and oh, also everything is stupid, inflated. Mm-hmm. Why am I gonna bring children into the world that's like fucked? I saw an article today that was kind of weird. Like, I just seen the headline and, like, I moved on from it. You seen it? I done did seen it. Oh, my God. But um, it was, like, children nowadays are being born with microplastics within their skin. I believe that. Which I'm, like, first of all, that's a lot to unpack. I, I should go actually read this to, like, mm-hmm. kind of give a more informed view but like even that like what you were saying this world is messed up like i could not picture more of a low point to bring children into this world and to not only do that but to explain everything that is happening like yeah all the small like intricacies of life as far as like relationships sex like how people interact like there is leaps and bounds more in this world in the matter of 10 years versus like back when we were born like right. there's too much i wouldn't say too there's, much but there's, there's so a, much there's going a on. lot on this i guess the scale or spectrum however you want to call it than how when we were growing up mm-hmm. so now it's like gender's questioned sex is questioned um just everything everything is is a broader spectrum than when we were growing up. So we have to also be able to like, you know, be able to gauge the times. There's a lot of things that us as cisgender heterosexual people can't say or have experienced. Do you get what I'm saying? There's certain things as a, you know, Hispanic woman, right. Growing up in a single parent household, right. Like, mm-hmm. that's already its own demographic. That's already its own minority system. You get what I'm saying? So to yeah. be able to explain other things, like, that's a lot to unravel or, like, unwrap. Yeah. And 
I mean, I don't know. We our friend group is very diverse. Very, very, very diverse. You know, like, you know, we have a straight white woman, Amanda. You're, you know, I'm spicy. like a weird. You're spicy white. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like um, <laughs> Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> oh God! Put it on everything. Um. You know, I'm Hispanic. Uh, Kenny is a multicultural, like, kid. Interesting like, he, person. He, love him. Love. I love that kid. That's my baby. That's he reminds my, you that's of my son. Is. Not yeah. your, my son. <laughs> yeah, that's the one from the previous marriage. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, Kenny's a Spanish-speaking Albanian kid that grew up in Flushing. Like, <laughs> putting out all his, like, fucking government information right now but it's like, like someone just threw a dartboard or it's like yeah whatever real, like he like he speaks he's a polygot he speaks multiple languages you know these are the, like i said like yeah and you know jc he is a um what's what am i what am i trying to say uh he's a gay man he's a gay hispanic man so there you go like he's you know, he's living his best life in Europe. Shout out to my baby. I can't wait for him to come home because I miss his bitch ass. He's been gone for three months already. He's pulling a Kimmy and leaving for three months. <laughs> Only I can do that. Gone. So, like, it does take a village to raise children. And I know that we all have a very strong support system. Like, these are the not blood family members that our kids yeah. are going to have. And hopefully, you know, in the next, like, 20 years, we're all still friends. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be. Yeah. So it does take a village and I think that there's we have enough enough diversity where our kids aren't going to be one shell shock two uh, like brought up in a bubble and I feel like our kids are going to be exposed to the necessary things that need that they need to be exposed to if they have questions there's always going to be someone to answer the question if they can if not mm-hmm. then we're going to find someone to answer the question you know what I'm saying Yeah and like saying like all this stuff like we don't have experience raising children but this is just how we view it and you know it's important and also like what you were saying diversity the exposure that is key like exposure to everything not at an early age you don't need to like at one years old be like gay straight whatever blah 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 but it's good to like introduce things to kind of like not play the field but like establish some sort of foundation to build off of. And whenever questions do come up, like you gotta like have these conversations. Yeah. Don't be scared of them. Like, I feel like that was a big thing. You know, whenever I was growing up, like the idea of talking about certain subjects or whatever, it's very taboo. It's very taboo, but like, mm-hmm. it's okay to have them. You know, it's, right. it's, it, one thing where you just don't want to raise a child who's scared to like acknowledge certain things, let alone mm-hmm. like I got a question about whatever, like a question about a random topic or like race or yeah. anything like it's OK to have questions. I'd rather answer these really awkward questions than, than... be like solely ignorant or just like misinformed in something. Yeah. Like not and... ignorant in the bad way, but like ignorant in like. You just you're unaware, just you just, you're yeah, uninformed you just don't on a certain thing. Yeah. I mean, um, growing up my mom was um pretty liberal in like how like she thought of things, right? Like Yeah. Um, my gay friends were always 
what, like the few gay friends I had growing up were always very welcome. My mom was just supportive on that. Um, my mom was op- my mom literally when I was growing up would say doesn't matter what color they are, what they identify as, or what they they think they represent. I'm very open to everybody and like your home is a safe space for everybody else me on the other hand that's a different topic for a different day but everybody was basically welcomed at home and they feel like it's if you didn't have a safe space that was your safe space and it was um as i got a little older and um, my mom got a little more religious (laughs) um her view on some things changed um so you know there are certain topics that my mother and i cannot speak about because we are on two completely sides of it yeah you know and um like she you know instilled in us we're we're very open and just very like loving and just open arms to everybody um it doesn't matter like anything you know as as long as like you genuinely need a support system like my sister and i we are try to be like that supportive person or that like support system yeah and I think that's what everyone just needs. Like I have always said, like if my child is gay, straight, bi, what, like whatever the hell it may be, if that is the child that I have, then I have to work with what I got. You know, you regardless of the fact that's my kid, and I'm going to love them regardless. So that's something also that a lot of people, when it does come to their kids being, I guess, quote unquote, different, right? Not the societal norm. People yeah. are like, no, I could never. And this, that. I'm like, regardless of the fact, that is your fucking kid. They didn't ask to be born. Yeah. You decided you to em. be freaky deaky and plug in weak. And that is the outcome. <laughs> regardless of however your kid is, that is how your kid is born. Yeah. So, it, I mean. If you had to stick to one thing to be like, my kid will never be this or that. Mm-hmm. Keep it to sports teams. Don't 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 do it. I refuse to ever let my child play American football. Yeah. Nope. That's not no. We're Hispanic. We don't do that. Even though my cousins in Mexico do it, but whatever. (laughs) You know. Um, because my kids are gonna play rugby. My kids are gonna play soccer. My kids are gonna swim. Like there's other things that I want my children to do. I don't think American football is it though. No, it's too much head problems. Yes, and also, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get American football. I have tried, y'all. I have tried to watch American football. It ain't my thing. Yeah, well, that's just it. Like, I experiencing the world and knowing what's out there is good. Oh, be- or a cheerleader. I refuse. You yeah. want to jump around? I will put you in gymnastics or ballet. You are not a cheerleader. Thank you can do a flip, then, if you do yes. gymnastics. Yes, but I just don't uh, know. That's why I'm trying to marry someone that's over one, so that I can have D1 kids. I'm gonna retire early. <laughs> Fags. Like, like if honest- I do end up having children, I would ultimately love to have five kids. But I think an even five. compromise is like two to three. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like it would have been nice to have another sibling. Even though, yes, I do have a younger brother, but he's mm-hmm. six years old. He doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Growing no, growing up, it you know we always felt like oh, it would have been nice to have another sibling. Yeah. Like, like two years or like you know whatever. Like my sister and I are three years apart. That's a really nice age gap because we weren't the only school we were in at the same time was elementary school. I was yeah. first grade. She was fifth grade. We're four school years apart. Three years regular. And after I turned eighteen, it was just kind of like. 
it was I was able to hang out with her a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like because yeah. before it's like, oh, Kimmy's underage, just that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think having like even age gaps like that is like pretty good. Like two years fine, depending on like how old I am. But roughly, I want to be done having kids by like 35, 36 years old. So like yeah. another 10 years. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the what that's gonna happen in like the next like the week. You get what I'm saying? Like ultimately, I would like to have kids, but at the same time, there's a lot of things that I'm like, fuck, like no one really talks about pregnancy and like everything that could happen. No one talks about labor and everything that can happen. There's a lot of things that I have like really researched because you know my I have cousins that have had kids and they've had complications and this that like you know ultimately is your body healthy enough to be able to carry this child mm-hmm. because no one talks about child loss no one loss no one talks about miscarriages no one talks about complications after birth no one talks about these things and if they do it's very very rare so a lot of people are ignorant in that sense they're misinformed or they're un they're uninformed yeah, there's people just scary, assume you just pop them out. Scary, yeah, there's a lot of scary things that aren't talked about when it comes to child rearing. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, and as a woman, like I have, my body has to go through like this whole fucking ordeal it's just a, to pop out a little shit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my mom scared me with this. I don't know how true it is. I don't know if she's just playing games or whatever, <laughs> but um, she is a twin herself and. Mm-hmm. She said, like, oh, the gene skips a generation. Yes, I've heard that, too. So it'll fall on me or like anyone. (gasps) So and I was like, I was like, yo, I don't need no two for one sale. Isn't your mom really small, too? Yeah, she's like 4'11 and I'm like 6'1. So how tall is your dad? He was six something around there, potentially. Oh, so you so, got like you got the good genes. Yeah, I that'll be beard. funny if your kids end up short. <laughs> it would be, but then I can kind of like use my my loud voice, and then they'll be fine. But like they, but they'll How be blessed. With, she's not tall, like four something two you around just there. Got small little ladies. I'm the one getting the stuff from the upper shelves. Uh, that's that. what they I'm don't here for. Schools? No. Why do I do? Why invest in one when you got me? No, no, no. We have a step stool and a step ladder for my mom. And then she yells at us because she's still carrying. It's too high. She's like, oh my God, who put all of this stuff up here? I can't reach it. And I'm like, Ma, just fucking step on the counter at this point. Pop, pop, pop. Just get up there. But she's um, like, oh my God. And I'm like, all right, Mom, you're being dramatic. Fine. Just climb up on the fucking (laughs) step on the ladder. That's when we fucking got it. Yeah, get the shit up there. But I was, yeah, when she told me, like, "Hey, there is a chance that you could you could bear twins." I'm like, "Please." But like identical or like for I hope not identical because like you know me for so long and you I, I do you know that I'm bad with names? Yes. So like I'm very horrible. So like imagine. <laughs> Like you can call him, you're gonna call the kids Ollie at this point. Yeah, I'm just like one or two, <laughs> like numbers, assigned numbers. But like that's my thing. Like I'm, I think I'm gonna be bad with the names. Mix them up one day, and then it's a whole big. No, it's okay. I think every parent mix, mixes up their like even the dogs get like the pets get thrown into there before yeah. someone gets you. It's like you with you with the face. 
You know, I'm looking at you. You know who the fuck I'm talking to. Like, I gave my dog a name, but I, that is, I only use, like, government names like we do on the podcast whenever it's, like, serious business. Like, I call him Ollie. I call him Poopy for whatever reason. I don't know why. He just, like, Poopy. <laughs> like, hey. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. Well, that's probably where it stems yeah. from. But, like, you know, it's whatever. He's my test run. I think I'm doing pretty well up to this point. He's. I mean, he's... Akamaro answers to the poppy. Yeah. Or, like, the baby. Yeah. What and, like, I know just because my dog is doing it right now, I'll be a sucker at some point. Like, it's just a given. I'm not going to sit here and be like, there ain't no way my kid's never getting away with anything. Like, it's not happening. Oh, no, my kid's ain't getting away with shit. Funny I just enough, know. I'm calling my shot. The weak, weak. Yeah. So, oh, that's what I call you up. Like, Kippy, <laughs> please. Come lay down the hammer. Come here. Um, They need Hispanic lady in their lives and it's like oh yeah. that's the thing like i'm, I'm not fully i'm not fully so like i don't have the powers like i got maybe 25 percent. like at a, at most at most um so the four and the six-year-old at work right the little boy and the little girl so the the little boy is the youngest he's four the little girl is six so funny enough a couple weeks ago they did like the puppy dog eyes with like the lip and everything and i laughed in their faces <laughs> I literally was like, crushed their dreams. I literally was like, what are y'all doing? And they're like, Kimmy. And I'm like, I, no. I'm like, that doesn't work on me. Y'all, y'all do realize that. That doesn't work on me. That yeah. works on your mom and dad, maybe. I'm like, yeah. so, so then the little girl, she stopped doing it. The little boy does it randomly. And I'm like, bro, you know, that doesn't work. So his sister the other day was like, hey, insert name here. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, that doesn't work on Kimmy. It only works on mommy. Stop. She She's not going to change her mind. You are being. N- <laughs> so I tell the kids, I'm like, y'all be nasty. I'm like, uh, your attitude's nasty, disrespectful, disgusting. So then she's like, you're, you were really nasty to Kimmy today. She's not going to change her mind. And then I laugh at him and I'm like, yo, homeboy, like, uh, no, that doesn't like, listen to your sister. Literally, no, it's not going to work on me. And then he started flailing out. And I was like, all right. I was like, you ain't going to whatever you were begging for. Bye. Yeah, Goodbye. it's like not even happening. Yeah. You want to uh, act a fool? The good thing is that my boss like is really like um, stern on like timeouts and stuff. Like, you want to act a fool? You can go sit over there by yourself. You can go on timeout. See, that's good. See, like you could very well have somebody who's like, I will not punish my kid. No I've had families like that. I had families like really? that. Really? That family from Harrison, do you remember? Like I cried every day going to that job. Yeah. I cried I cried every day. I never wanted to go. I lasted two and a half months in that job. You stuck it out. Oh my god, it was awful. It was awful. Um the kids were like so disrespectful. Um, three kids also. I was getting underpaid. I was being basically like abused as a nanny and it was just awful. So, and I'm not a nanny. I'm a babysitter. So like, I'll feed your kids. Fine. I'll make sure they take a shower. Fine. Make sure they do their homework. Yeah. But like anything more than that, like you're just dragging it. I'm not going to pick up after your kids. Right. Like, I'm not going to do their laundry. I, like the, I'm not going to do all these extra things. Like, I'm there to watch your kids after school. And maybe when they have, like, a day off from school. But I'm literally not doing extra. You need a live-in nanny if you want that or an au pair. I'm not going to, no. 
Um, I've had, like, I literally, with that family, their mom was like, can you just not tell me? And I'm like, what? I turned around to her and I was like, what do you mean? I'm like, your kids are really disrespectful. And she got really upset. And I was like, I'm going to tell you what they did because I'm not going to stand for it. Yeah. And yeah, I lasted two and a half. So I straight up told her, listen, my grades are slacking and it's either I go to work or I go to school and I'm going to choose my education. Her response was the kids didn't seem to like you anyway. And I left it at that because if I would have actually turned around and be like, no, it's because you have disrespectful ass kids and you guys are a disgusting family and you're so rude. I was like, and you don't deserve anyone coming here to take care of your damn kids because they're annoying and that's why you're tired and that's why you look like you're 60 years old when you're 42. Boom. But you see, I... You were nice. I, didn't need it. I was really nice about it. What made me sad is I missed Millie, their little shih tzu. She was really cute. <laughs> she was really cute. She was real sweet. So I think it's a good um, good thing we have the podcast so we yes. can kind of like use this as... Like reference points, like that ass. Come back in like ten years. Okay, this is what was said. <laughs> this is what was said. We'll show this to our children at some point, and you know, we'll get their get their opinions on it. You know, For real, and be like, "Mom, why are you so weird?" Because I am. <laughs> yeah, just cause that's how life is. You yeah. know. So if there's any kid bearing updates, you know. Oh my god! Not for me. Yeah. I mean, I think the only one who's going to have kids in the next, like, five years is probably Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> she's Fair only, play. Fair she's play. The only, she's the only one who has a, a stable, significant other. We're going to be, like, the drunk uncle and aunt in all yeah. this. The Funkle. The Funkle. I'm down. Funkle. I'll Funkle. be the Funkle. Yeah. I'll be, like, uh, was it not? I'm, alre- I'm already that, like, rich single aunt. Rich, quote unquote rich um when i go visit like my nieces and nephews in guatemala like i'm the fate i'm like the fun young aunt like that's what it, like my cousins are same age a little older yeah. and like i'm the cool like aunt from the states that like come and i'm like all right kids let's go do this or let's go have fun or blah 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 you know what i'm saying like yeah that's the type of aunt i am and it made me really sad when i was leaving this time when i was in guatemala because one of my nephews, funny, the last time I, I did my three months in, uh, yes, made it in sound the state like a penitentiary. Sentence. Yeah, it made it sound like a sentence. Yeah, no. The last time I did my three months in Guatemala, um, my nephew was three and a half. And he was really a mama's boy. Like, I would go want to love him. I'd be like, Alexander, give me a hug. And he'd be like, oh, mommy. <laughs> Like, and would like, you know what, whatever, like, fuck off. And my cousin would start laughing and I'm like, yo, all I want to do is love this little boy. And my niece, uh, my other cousin's kid, she also was like, "Mm," or she would just stare at me. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right, Katie, whatever. (laughs) So then this time around, the kids are six. They're a little older. And it was like the most exciting thing um, ever. And they were like, when they would see me walking in town, they'd be like, oh, Tia Kim. And I'm like, hi, how are you guys? Or let's go here. Let's go there. Like, um, you know, like all these like fun, exciting things. That's awesome. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay being the fun aunt, the young yeah. aunt. Yeah. It, it's fun to have like the impact on kids like that. And yeah. kind of, you know, you're like that. I was just about to say you're that special attraction, but in mm-hmm. in their eyes, you are. You're like that special relative that just comes by, and it's just a better time being there. So, 
you know, it's a good idea to kind of like gauge our opinions as we age. Yeah. See how how reviews change and everything. So we'll do another one five years and see if we're battle tested or or if we're worn out (laughs) by that time. (laughs) My knees are giving out already, bro. Yeah, it do be like that. But we'll what won't be worn out in the future, hopefully not, is uh, more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course, the Believe Podcast Network. And if you like what we do here, go check out the Get Comfy Game Break and the Get Comfy Lowdown. Also, go check out new episodes of the Happy Campers Pod every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But that about does it here for the Get Comfy podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.